Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And uh, yeah, today we're talking about conversations. We're having a conversation. Yeah. About conversations. That is something that we do on this podcast pretty regularly, and we make a point to not have anything written down. We don't have it scheduled out. We just, like, so everything's kind of in the moment. Yeah. And we're just... Uh, kind of just wing it. In exactly. The, in the best sense of that term. You know, we're not up here just well, rambling. And, yeah, and I think the goal is authenticity and yeah. transparency. Yeah, and then that that's why, like, you know, oftentimes we'll do follow-up episodes to clarify things we talked about or, or to dive. Have we ever done that? that well, we've, we've, like, continued them. Okay, like, yeah. Like, a couple episodes ago, we talked about handling criticism, mm-hmm. and then right at the end of that episode, Angela's, Angie Angela's yeah. like, "I should really con- reconsider how I view, <laughs> how I do compliments." Like, and then, next week, you're we're right. talking about how to handle compliments. Yeah, and so and so, there's a uh, you know, we don't want these episodes and these conversations to be the complete uh, mm-hmm. our complete view and our complete. Uh, wrestling with anything. Yeah, I mean it's, it's 15 really just minutes. We, yeah, it's really just like 15 a, minutes. It's really just like an introduction to our wrestling, and yep. you can be confident that we're going to continue wrestling with the things we talk about. And uh, even if there's seemingly resolution, we just we keep right looking at things. Yeah, when I was thinking about this topic, com- I can think of specific conversations, um, like s- certain conversations stick out. Yeah, and. In a lot of ways, some of the most impactful things in my life have been centered around conversations. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it, it, it begs the question of um, how and, and why do we conversate? Yeah, and even before that, like, do you consider yourself a conversationalist? Like somebody who enjoys conversation? Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Um, on days when I'm energized... Yeah, I could sit down and talk to people um, about anything. Yeah. Um, but on days when I need energy, I don't yeah. get energized from conversations. That yeah. drains me. Yeah, I, I like that because I think for myself, there are days, like you said, where I'm where I'm in, in a, the right mindset mm-hmm. and I can contribute to a conversation. Not checked out. And, and yeah, and not and actually, you know, add something to it. Then there are other days where, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm checked out. But even in those moments, I tried to listen, mm-hmm. which is, uh, which is a very important part of a conversation. Because if two people who just want to talk <laughs> come together, like that's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just two people talking at one another. So there's two participants in the conversation, the person talking and the person listening. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm just in the mood to listen. Right. And, yeah. and so that's a good point that, even if all you're doing is listening, you're partaking yeah, in a conversation. And I mean, and we can, we all can, we all know people who, um, who like to talk. I'm one of them and <laughs> well, most of the time. And, but I mean, I think that that's one thing in, in talking about conversations with some of my friends on Facebook. Um, I've realized that, that listening in a conversation is just as important. Just as important. Yeah. So sometimes I'm, you know, somebody's like, Hey man, I need, I need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I just listen, and I don't offer anything. I'm just, I just listen, and I, you know, affirm them when they need to be affirmed and whatnot. And yeah, uh, one of the most um, that's important too. Yeah, one of those impactful conversations uh, is is 
you know, my, my pap recently passed away and I got to go and visit him. And a lot of it was me simply reading scripture. And I would ask him and, you know, he, he was, he was almost gone. And so he wasn't very responsive, but, but when I would ask him, he was like, do you want me to keep reading? He would, he would make a motion that would suggest that he wanted me to keep reading. Um, and when I would get to one that he liked, he would pep up, mm. you know? Um, and that's one of those instances where, uh, I, I was the one doing most of the talking, right. but a conversation was still being had. Yeah. Um, and that, that's one that definitely, definitely sticks with me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I can think of just this past week, uh, talking with a friend who, who had some, another friend going through a really tough time where they lost a family member, uh, spouse even, I think. And, um, due, due to some kind of just sudden thing. Mm. And this person was really affected emotionally by this loss. Cause I, they were friends with that person too, obviously. And, uh, you know, we were having the conversation and, and the, the idea that, you know, I know, I know things happen for a reason. You know, I, I, I got to remember that came out of this person's mouth and it just kind of triggered this thing in me. And it's like, as a person of faith and, um, to say, you know, yeah, that that's true. Things happen for a reason. I have a worldview and a framework for that, mm-hmm. but that's not helpful right mm-hmm. now. And telling this person, you know, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to wonder why this happened to somebody that you really respected and loved. Um, got like the God I serve is big enough to handle yeah. those emotional responses. And I said, and, and just from a, a health, mental health standpoint, like expressing those emotions helps you get to where you can accept that things happen for a reason. Right. That's what I was going to say is oftentimes the wrestling with those emotions and questions uh, creates a deeper resolve yeah. and a deeper Then if trust. you suppressed them mm-hmm. and you fall into bitterness and resentment right. in that particular case. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and with the, with the situation with your pap, I mean, had you not had those, that conversation, mm-hmm. um, you know, you would, you would find yourself wondering, like, you know, wishing you'd done that mm-hmm. or, or wishing the last time you saw him wasn't when he was sick, you know, mm-hmm. or dying, you know? And, and so that, that created just another core memory that you have with him to go along with all the others. Nice use of the, uh, inside out yeah. reference. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Disney, Disney forms a lot of my, my, uh, my worldview, but, uh, yeah. And so, and I mean, and look, we, I don't want to pretend that all conversations are heavy mm-hmm. and cause we talked about small talk too. And I'm, you know, I'm probably not as good at that. I kind of want things to be substantive. So I'm not good at just talking to people when everything's kind of surface level. Uh huh. But that's something I got to work on too, because it just jumps from like general things like the weather, sports, <laughs> kids. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, kids are the first thing to come up. Everybody down here always asks me, "Did you watch that football game?" Yeah. I'm like, like "Nope, no. yeah. <laughs> I did not. I'm sorry." Yeah, people people see me and they're like immediately. But, but you know what I say? I was like, "Man, yeah, that was a good one, right?" <laughs> so you lie about watching the football game because <laughs> small talk. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I would never. I would never like say I watched. Well, that it's when I awkward. Didn't. Like then I have to explain. 
oh, I don't actually really like football that much, or yeah. we don't have cable, yeah. and then it just gets awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Or you just move on to the next thing. <laughs> For me, it's when people see me, they're like, uh, they're like, how are the kids? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How's the family? I'm like, oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. You know, you know. And it's, here it is. It's like November. It's basically November, right? I mean, it's middle of October. Um, and, you know, I'll say something. Ellie, my, my youngest, my daughter, is going to be five months old. And I still find myself saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, Roy is back at work. You know, it's like she's five <laughs> months old. Of course she's back at work. Uh -huh. you know? um, and, uh, you know, I just kind of saying, like, these, like, just pet answers. Canned the, responses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just mailing it in. Yeah. And I'm like, man, why do I do that? <laughs> like, why don't I just say, you know, why don't I, not necessarily to make the conversation deeper, but just offer, like, a different response. Uh -huh. Like, somebody's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm all right. Right, you know, another day in paradise. You know, <laughs> say that a lot. Uh, uh, so, what, what do you think? Uh, so, some people listening to it may have known us for a while. How do you think they would have described us? Our conversational skills, Oof. several years ago. I mean, I don't know that I've gotten any better. <laughs> um, Me neither. I'm at least. I will say this: I can probably have a better conversation with somebody now um, mm -hmm. about. Things that aren't directly related Why to my that? faith. Why is that? Because I've been exposed to more. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't walk around in like an echo chamber as much. Right. And is it also because maybe you don't immediately try to disprove what's being said? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, just take it at face value and go with it, or mm -hmm. uh, or just put a. Don't try to question the validity of someone else's experience. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and that goes back, wouldn't you say that goes back to listening in oh, a conversation? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had more people over the last couple of years invest in me as a person to teach me how to listen in certain in certain regards. You know, so now I have more minority friends mm -hmm. now. And so that gives me an avenue when something happens in the news that doesn't affect me, but greatly affects someone else. I can listen and say, you know what, I understand that. Or, um, you know, friends who are in different socioeconomic categories than me, um, friends who have uh, different hobbies. You know, I'm reminded of our friend Jacob who, like, gets into the, is into the crypto stuff. <laughs> and, like, look, man, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I love how passionate he is about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Shout out to Jacob. Um yeah, it's interesting. We've we've had a conversation on on this podcast for me and him. It's interesting how our friendship has grown into other things. Yeah, where it I mean, started I think it out started out us just talking at him, arguing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, arguing as people who certainly thought one the best of thought well of each other, mm -hmm. but just came at it from different angles. What would you say has led to that change of being able to? listen better in conversations. So I think going, I think it's like being exposed to different people, like having a different friend group than I had a couple years ago. And like, I don't mean like I have more friends. I certainly do, but more like key people like mm -hmm. investing in my life. And then also being a dad has affected it a lot. Cause now I realize like everything I say in every conversation I have I have to repeat myself a lot. <laughs> and so it just makes like, I'm going to say something that's important. Mm. I'm not going to just have a conversation to have to talk. Mm. 
And so, and then man, kids say the awesomest stuff. <laughs> so sometimes you just listen, <laughs> you know? So I'll just, I'll sit there and I'll just barrage my oldest with questions uh-huh. just to hear what he's got to say, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, um, the other day in the car, which is where the best conversations happen on the way home from school or whatever. Uh, I don't even know how it came up cause he was in the car with my wife and he said something like dad or mom. He said, mom, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to marry anybody that doesn't like God. (laughs) And we've never even talked about that, you know, marriage Uh with our five-year-old. And he's like, and then he, and and she acted as she told me she's retelling the story. And she said, you know, then a few minutes pass and he's like, even if they're like good people, if they don't like, if they don't, if they're a good person, but don't like God, I'm not going to marry him. And so it's like, man, okay, now we got to talk about, you know, relationships and hopefully, you know, I can understand that's a good standard to have when you're marrying somebody and uh-huh. spending the rest of your life with them, but they can't translate to not being friends, friends. Right. Right. With people, which could with a little kid. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, well, if I marriage can, and on how the can table. I be friends with them? If I'm not, you know, if I'm, if I wouldn't marry them. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. One of those conversations that <clears throat> comes to mind, I was speaking to earlier is a conversation I had with a good friend and his name is Michael Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. I've talked to you about yeah. him. Um, our friendship, well, it wasn't a friendship at the time. Our conversation started with, I think he would call himself an atheist, mm-hmm. um, and me being a Christian and us arguing about the faith. Yeah, like debating. Debating, Yeah, right. In an email thread. I've never met the guy. Right. Um, he had plans to come down, uh, but those kind of fell through. But anyway... We've never met a large part of our conversation is on social media mm-hmm. or email. Yeah. Email. And so we started arguing. We argued for like a year. <laughs> I've and, seen some of your y'all's email. You've sent them to me. Uh huh. And I'm, I can't follow him. The dude is brilliant. He is brilliant. Yeah. And so if I wasn't saved by faith, he probably would have uh-huh. talked me out of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's what I was going to bring up is I considered myself to be an intellectual Christian to have right. it all figured out, could argue right. anybody in the faith. I would have never said those words, but right, looking but it, back... Well, people would have said that about you. Right, yeah. yeah. Very arrogant. I was mm-hmm. very arrogant. Um, but it. I thank God for a friend like Michael. Absolutely. Because um, he was able to show how I didn't really know what I was talking about, <laughs> how I was regurgitating things yeah. I had heard. Yep. I didn't actually know. These were just arguments that I had... Yeah memorized yeah. essentially um and so i was forced to listen <laughs> in that conversation yeah um i think there was a, a span of time where I, I was kind of in denial i was like i oh, don't know what he's talking about i'm clearly in the right here but the more i started evaluating and, and actually listening and reading what he was saying it became apparent how little i know mm. um and so I, I would say one of the biggest things that has changed how I conversate with people is humility now um, and a genuine love for all people. Right. And a willingness and a, and a almost a desire. I have a desire now to converse with people who know more about other things than I do. Whereas before I had a fear. Assuming Mm -hmm. that I know. Well, and I was afraid to find out that I didn't know. Yeah. But once I was conf- I was confronted with it, yeah, um, through the medium of this man, um, it it became, uh, um, it it didn't become the elephant that I thought it was. No, the, the big problem that I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. It's okay to not know everything. Absolutely, and it's and it and it it 
I'm good at, I'm glad it's okay because you never will. <laughs> right. You never will know everything. Right. And I mean, I'll never be widely read. You know, I just don't have the interest in, and and I don't anymore. I don't have the interest from an academic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now I would, I love to hear people who have, who have studied things academically talk yeah. about them. Um, in a, in a conversational way, I right. would never want to go to a lecture on <laughs> something, you know, that I'm not interested in. But I mean, if somebody did study that, talking about how it applies um, to something else, yeah. So I think what I hear both of us saying is that the way to have substantive conversations with people is to make sure that we're we're in community or have relationships with people who are different than us, so that we become more well-rounded people. Mm-hmm. And therefore, don't feel like we go into any conversation having to force it to be about the thing that we know about. Right, right. We're op- like, man, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just generally curious and enjoy hearing about all kinds of different stuff. So when I get with this person, I don't have to talk about kids. I don't have to talk about faith. I don't have to talk about bourbon. You know, mm-hmm. I can have faith conversations with my bourbon friends kid conversations with people who don't have kids and so on and so forth. I'm just right. well-rounded. Yeah. And I feel like we're definitely going to keep wrestling with that. That's a good place to end here. And that's what we want to do today. We want to have humility in our conversations so that we can learn more about God. And until next time, may the Lord make his channel for his peace.